We really like working with clients who want to meet their purpose, grow their purpose in anything where marketing can add to people's quality of life or, as we say, marketing for good. Welcome to Marketing for Good. In this episode, we chat with two very special guests from SCT Consulting. Purpose-driven innovators, directors Seamus Chrisley and Andy Young are paving the way for sustainable transport solutions in Australia. People are at the core of everything they do. It is their aim to provide a greater quality of life to those who live in urban environments. Looking ahead, their sustainable operating practices ensure that delivery of projects meets the needs of the present without compromising the needs of future generations. SCT creates thoughtful, efficient, and sustainable transport solutions for the urban environment. Their purpose and values are reflected clearly through the work that they have completed, the clients they choose to work with, and the collaborative way in which they run their internal operations. After first meeting Seamus and Andy as clients, doing some strategy and branding work with them, as well as building some assets, and now chatting with them again after some months, it is clear to see that they are on the upward trajectory, setting the example for innovative and sustainable transport solutions of the future. Well, welcome everybody to our podcast. Um, today, we're delighted to be hosting Andy Jung and Seamus Chrisley from SCT Consulting. So thanks to you both for joining us. Um, we've worked with SCT Consulting over, I suppose, the last year, year and a half. And, you know, it's been a it's been projects that we've really got a lot out of and thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. Um, we've um, started off um, assisting with some of your strategic marketing planning and then that um, rolled into some branding and extending and bringing your brand to life and then to some key assets um, such as your capability statement and some of the social media. Um, so, um, yeah, we've, we, we, we're really interested in your business and we wanted to find out more and we thought that um, a number of our listeners would be really interested to hear your story as well. So to start off with, um, can you tell us a little bit about your business, what you do, when you started and, you know, what, what, what services you offer? Yeah, sure. So uh, like you say, SCT Consulting, so we are a transport advisory firm. Uh, we, we're based in Sydney, but we do work in the ACT in Queensland as well. Um, in terms of our kind of bit of a history, so we, we were formed in 2016 an opportunity came out of uh, Sydney Metro Northwest and they were acquiring uh, basically a company had come in and, and project manager me the technical leads for StationLink. And that was uh, the closure of the Appendix Chats with Railline to enable the implementation of Metro. So that's kind of where we were born from, I guess, just identifying that opportunity. And it was, to be honest, it's been a pretty amazing kind of six years working with Andy and the rest of the team. We're up to about 18 people in the business now. I mean, not that it's about people numbers, but it's in terms of like size and scale of growth. Um, and Andy, do you want to talk a bit about some of the sectors that we work in actually across, across the board? Yeah, yeah. So we work across like a, 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 a large variety of clients, um, you know, obviously both private sector, public sector, um, but in, in terms of like, so, so like, you know, working with Carolyn and her team, like, you know, since that exercise, we, we've developed sort of like, we, we've sort of developed in different sectors. Like, so it's easy for us to communicate to, to our clients, but, but also to, to everyone to, to learn about SET. So we work generally in transport 
sector. That that's the main one. That's our core kind of like you know the bread and butter business. Um, the other uh, four are development related. Um, so you know retail, commercial, residential, um, anything like you know um, development related. Um, and then energy, um, which mostly we have we are looking at like you know wind farm, solar farm, sort of like um, those things. Um, and what, what sort of traffic impact and traffic requirements um, are required uh, to support those um, uh, energy kind of sector. Um, the remaining two are, are health, uh, hospitals, uh, private public hospital, and then schools. Again, also private and public schools um, as well. Yeah. And the other one, the other one which we're just starting to kind of dip our feet in but seems to be with the not the pandemic's over but just with the way restrictions are there's a lot of work in the event space and typically if you're planning these you know 30 40 50 000 people events it's a pretty big transport task so you can get everyone there get everyone out not lock up everything around um, and just even from a pedestrian standpoint is it safe have you got your flows right so um we're starting to work on some pretty interesting uh events in that space as well thank you um, and just before we go on, how did you both meet? <laughs> Is this a dating, like dating? <laughs> um, it's a big commitment to go into business um, yeah, with absolutely. someone. So, it's yeah. a serious relationship that we've, we've entered ourselves into. So, um, look, I'll start. Um, I guess we, we both used to work at, uh, at a company called Acom. And so we, uh, me and Seamus, uh, worked together there for about nine years. Um, before this relationship starts. <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other about 14, 14, 15 years now, so a long yeah. time, a long time. Yeah. We're still talking to each other after being in business for six years, so that's something. <laughs> yeah. We, we balance each other out well. We have, we have the same kind of ethics and moral setting, but we're, we're very different in other ways, but, you know, it, it works well from a business standpoint, yeah. Yeah. That's a really great segue, actually, uh, talking about your shared values, um, because one of the things that we're really interested in is the intersection between purpose and commerciality. So um, can a business be a strong commercial business and also be very much focused on values and purpose? Um, and I know that's been important for you from the beginning. Um, so um, I, that's, I suppose that like, we wanted to get to the nub of what, what is your purpose and, and how do you feel it adds value to your business? I think, look, it's probably evolved over time, to be honest. Like, I think when we started the business, it was, I mean, that was part of the reason we got you guys engaged because we were like, we've got this tagline, but it's like a sentence long. It's like 30, it wasn't 30, words. you know what I mean? It was incredibly long, but it was all about, you know, delivering ultimately just sustainable and, and thoughtful transport solutions that actually help society and get everyone through. So that's always been there from kind of day one. Um, but I think the other purposes... That, I guess that's more a broader purpose for, you know, improving society. But, like, the underlying thing in our business, which we focused on a lot, and we still focus on today, but at the start was the gear driver, was the people um, that we bring in and the people that we have that are, I guess, share our, our just views about improving people's lives. And, and obviously transport's the vehicle that we have to do that with our training and our skills. Um, but that, that was really where it focused, building a team that just is really looks looks out for each other, is high-performing, is it, you know, a solid unit. That was kind of where it started from. And then as we've gotten bigger over um, the last six years, we've kind of been able to, I guess, 
expand that initial focus that we always had about that, you know, thoughtful sustainability angle and start working that in. So we're just, I mean, we're just literally documents came through on the email yesterday. We're just starting a foundation whereby we donate our profits to not all our profits, but a portion of our profits to um, basically things that decarbonize, um, you know, our, our, our industry so that we can actually try and reduce the impact of, of climate change on future generations. So that's kind of now where we're pushing more into, whereas initially it was, it's still the projects. We still want to achieve that, but we're just seeing what, what else we can do out there. And people, um, I think that's just because of the people we have in our business that allows us to, to your point, Carolyn, like be successful around, you know, well, well, that's our purpose. We've got people that support it. And then actually the projects we work on deliver that aim so people can see it. And now what else can we kind of build on, on top moving forward? Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, Andy, I don't know if you wanted to add anything before I sort of ask a little more. No? Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I suppose there's a few things there that are really interesting. One's around your internal culture. Um, so it sounds like um, people who are, who are aligned in your values um, are really important. And I think one of the phrases you used was uh, looking out for each other and high performance. We've probably all worked in an organisation that's dysfunctional or, you know, some of us even toxic, unfortunately. Um, but um, on the other end of the scale, organisations that really hum um, are nice places to work and they bring the best out in people. So what are the, some of the things that, um, you know, you do to make sure you have a workplace that's a nice place to come to and that people want to come and people want to do their best? Well, I'll give you Andy. I'll give you a shout out, and then you can. You don't need to give me one back. That's all right. But 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 um, the if you look at Andy and myself, you know, whenever someone joins a team, we do a personality profile. So Andy and I are very um, we're more on the caring side in terms of how we feel about people and, and that kind of nurturing angle. We show it in different ways. But what Andy does incredibly well is like Andy could spend his entire day just talking to people. If that was Andy's dream day, he could just sit there and be like, "Yep, no worries. Uh, that's uh, eight hours to that charge code, please." I'm still trying to see if we can have a, I call it a side business, like have an SCT cafe or something like, you know, <laughs> in our office, like part of our office space will be will be a cafe, you know, not only serving our staff, but like, you know, obviously clients, but other people that, you know, if they're happy to come by and have a chat and, you know, I mean, ultimately the, the work that we do, it, it's like, you know, getting still like in touch with our community. Like, you know, how do they want things, um, you know, change if, if, if they, they see a need of change, but like, you know, how do they want to see their community, like, you know, evolve going like, you know, um, you know, particularly in Sydney, like, you know, Sydney is going through a lot of change in the, in the macro scale, but in the communities, how do they respond and how do they, how do they react to that? So anyway, that's probably a bit of a sidetrack. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but it's, it's right. That's what we do. And because, yeah, to your point, Carolyn, like to have that, I mean, we, we are really just a people business, right? That's all we do. We, without the people in the team, we don't have a business. So, you know, that kind of uh, focus that we put on them, but not a focus, uh, you can't really fake that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? People will see through it. They don't really want to be a part of it. So it's just a genuine enjoyment of being in each other's company. I mean, we do all the... <laughs> You know, we do the fun little stupid things like, you know, the fitness challenges and the team games and all that sort of stuff, but it's more just like the having a laugh in the office and, and just actually listening to people and, and talking to people and understanding them. And then that's how you typically form a bond and you kind of go from there. So I don't, 
I don't know if there's some magic recipe to it, but it's, um, yeah, that's just what we do. Great. I, I, Great to I think it's genuinely who, who we are, particularly with, you know, um, Seamus and myself being the leaders, like, uh, but, you know, it's, it's also time that we invest into the people, like not, I'm not talking about even from a professional training point of view, like, you know, we, we, we talk to them a lot. We actually spend time together as a team, um, a lot, like, you know, we, we could do better, but like, you know, we do celebrate a lot of like, you know, of, of our success, like, um, but I think, you know, we also do like, um, our annual um, staff survey, uh, which obviously it's own it's it's a way for them to provide feedback to us. We ask them how how are they going, like you know what are they experiencing if they have challenges in in either like you know their professional career or but also you know just we even ask them look are you experiencing problems with a relationship with other people in the office and things like that. Um, that's one way that we we see feedback from from our team, but there, there's so many ways. I mean, we generally um, ask the team about their feedback and opinion in most decision that we've made. Um, it does get a bit challenging as the team grows bigger because um, sometimes we make decision that we're not going to please everyone, and 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 I think because the way that the business has grown and evolved into people may sometimes take it that look um why um am i not being heard like you know why is the decision not something that i've told you that i want um so that's the challenge that we've got to face but again i think it's like the the, the way that we've set up the company like we, we 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 very easy to talk to and we would like if people really feel um i guess let down or like you know frustrated because the decision wasn't made um, uh, 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 with their feedback, and we're happy to talk to them about it. Yeah, that's really, I mean, it's really interesting to hear that. Um, just, I suppose, going, and, and I, you know, it's evident when we, you know, sort of work with your different staff members that people do, you know, you're not just saying it, it's actually how they're experiencing your business. Um, it's um, difficult to then balance that with being a strong commercial business and, I mean, evidenced by the fact that you're able to set up a foundation. Um, you know, you're obviously getting it right with customers as well. Um, I know relationships are really important with your customers, but again, that's not enough either. You also need to deliver. So how do you um, get that balance with being really sharp commercially as, you know, yes, a nice place to work and um, a great atmosphere and getting the most out of your team, but how do you then balance that with a very commercial focus? By being incredibly fussy with our team. I mean, we could be 30 people probably if we wanted to be 30 people, but not interested in kind of growing for growing sake. You know, it's um, it's a business where you're going to get thrown into a lot of different areas. People need to be nimble. They need to be dynamic. They need to... You know, if we're interviewing someone, basically say, look, you're going to be under, you're going to be under, we've actually got on the board that pressure's a privilege. We've got a couple of things that I won't go through more. But, yeah, that's one of them on the board. But it's just basically like it's okay. Like we can all get in and support each other. But at the same time, you still need to as an individual be like, I'm okay with not fully maybe knowing everything here, but I'm going to go in and give it my best or, you know, I'm going to pitch in somewhere else around around the business. Um, and I think that kind of attitude is what 
allows us to be fairly, you know, fairly lean on our operations, but also deliver to a really high standard. Because like I said at the start, we're just people, right? It's you're literally people. But that's probably what we need to do a bit better in when just when you're making just a comment earlier, Caroline, about like you know, dealing with clients. I mean, we will treat our clients like we treat our team because that's just yeah, everyone's just a person, right? You just wanna you just wanna have a normal conversation with someone and solve the problem together. But we do need to do a much better job of talking to people we don't know a bit better, which is kind of where our business is in this kind of uh, maybe a bit of an inflection point. Like we've got to where we are by basically never talking about ourselves externally and we just we'll do a project and we'll do it well and then hopefully the client likes it and if they do they'll tell someone or the next project will come out and they'll be like yep we want to we want to work with you guys again um but you know we we're in this unique position where you know our team's competing against firms that turn over hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue and they're global and they've got, you know, maybe 20,000, maybe 50,000, maybe, you know, a hundred thousand people around the world. Um, but we're seen as a, as an alternative to that firm. So we don't have the massive juggernaut of their kind of marketing and content, but we need, that's where we need to start now looking and, um, you know, to how we actually, we do that. And that's where, I mean, Kim Logan's our marketing director and she does an amazing job and that's kind of where we're starting to push into those areas as well because um, we, we've got to really to, to grow. Mm, I think, um, you know, that, that sort of growth is what keeps a business fresh and um, alive and, and sort of stimulated. So, you know, maybe not growth for growth's sake, as you said before, but, yeah, getting out to new pastures is healthy. Yeah. Um, and I just also wanted to go back and talk about um, the foundation, which sounds absolutely amazing. And I think you said um, that you're um, really trying to um, use that to support um, sustainability and to de decarbonise the industry. So that's um, really living what you um, talk about. Um, so how did you come to that? Um, approach and how, how how does that how's that working for you I suppose well I guess that one was just I don't know always looking and reading about you know the world becoming more unequal or there's some disaster and some climate happening somewhere around the world I mean even this week what was it like UK was over 40 degrees for the first time ever and all that sort of stuff so we were just kind of like well we're in a pretty fortunate position where we can actually do something about that. Now we could we could just go and donate that money to another kind of um, agency, maybe in a renewable energy project overseas or something like that, and that was something that could be done. But um, I don't know. We just really wanted to, and we can still do that through this foundation if we choose. We, but but we just thought it'd be, you know, Australia is such a big emitter of greenhouse gases. What what can we do locally in, in kind of the cities that we have to kind of hopefully achieve some, um, well, definitely some climate um, positive impacts, but but also just from a social sustainability standpoint, is there anything we can do for people who are on lower incomes and combine that with, you know, a, a climate basis just to try and help those people um, who may be less fortunate? Yeah. I think the, the, the way that we, we, we're doing it, it gives us a bit more control or drive of, of, of choosing, picking what, what we want to, like, do and achieve, I think. And, and, and again, like that is something that 
we we share with the team and you know the, the the team is just so excited about that the business can or like you know it's willing to to do and achieve something like that yeah i can imagine it's a great motivator and it's great to you know it's amazing to i'm sure it's amazing for staff to be involved and feel like they have a say in that and you're sort of building towards a yeah it's a great um yeah, it's a great goal. And um, we were going to ask you, one of the questions we were going to ask you a bit later on was about sustainability um, and, you know, how important is sustainability in ESG within the business? But I think you've just answered that really. I don't know if you want to add anything else or whether you feel... The only thing I'd add, just because we're pretty proud of it, is that um, so we're like externally accredited to be a carbon neutral firm, but when they actually did our... To be honest, we were surprised at what we weren't offset. We've been offsetting our power and our hire cars and all that flights, everything for, for years. But, um, yeah, when they did the, the audit on us, they were like, I think we were 30, 40% below any other firm that ever audited. So we were like, well, that's, and again, like everyone in the business loved that. They were like, oh, cool. This is great to see. Um, so we just, we always offset our emissions anyway. But I think that's kind of, you got to do that. I mean, if you, if you focus is on like, well, sustainable outcomes you, you kind of got to do that stuff i think it's it's important that's the only other thing i'd add i don't know andy do you want to add anything I, I i think i mean not directly related to the question but i i think something i like to to share it and it it's it's not only sustainability i think i think the business is is also it comes back to purpose um we thought for certain things or like industry that that we don't think is the right sort of area for us to work in. Like we we pretty, like we very much okay to say, look, we, we're not going to work for these clients. Like, you know, we, we actually haven't been like, you know, approached by someone like maybe, you know, if I say a casino or like, you know, a, a coal mine or something like that. But like if, if these sort of business approach us, then we would pretty much just say, no, that's not, our, that's not the purpose of what we're trying to achieve here for the company. So um, we, we're pretty happy to let these things go. So I think, I think that comes back uh, to the purpose of the business. Yeah, that's pretty important too, isn't it? Being able to walk away from work that you really don't feel fits with your, aligns with your purpose and, and the type of organisation you want to be. Mm. So um, one more quick, quick question about purpose and then we'll move on. But um, is it something that you communicate with? Obviously, you've talked about a lot of internal communication, but is it something that you talk about or um, use or discuss with clients? Uh, it's what we're trying. We're starting to do it. We're rebuilding our website at the moment. It's a big, it's a big feature on the <coughs> on the new website. Um, but to be honest, this is. Kind of what I said earlier, this is the thing we focus so much on this internal culture. We haven't often projected that externally. And I don't, I mean, we put a post up on LinkedIn, I think, when we got the, you know, the certification. But is it is it in any of our bid collateral? No, it should probably be in there. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think we could do a lot better in that space, Karen. I, I think, yeah, Seamus is right. I, I think, I mean, if you put it into a positive spin, I suppose it's like we're not taking full advantage of what like the the the, the purpose and the, the the status of the company which is actually a, a great differentiator with our competitor as well um and, and and other company who do similar things like you know we we're not maximizing our exposure on that and and as i said very 
very importantly as a differentiator. Do you feel it would make a big difference to clients? Is it something that, um, what, what sort of role would, you know, if you did promote it more with clients, is it going to win your work? Is it going to build deeper relationships? Is it going to align you with other organisations or is it not really high on a decision matrix? Here you go, Andy, what do you think? I've got my thoughts. Well, I, I think it, I wouldn't, again, that, that reflects on how, how we do business in some ways. So, so whenever we we go and talk to client or like you know whenever we do some of these next decision yes ultimately it, it's for the business but we we sort of doing naturally go like okay is that going to win us more work i mean over over the long term it may be but like you know if we come back to said let's say uh, from a procurement perspective look there, there there are more and more criteria that like they like people are, are measuring or like evaluating you if you achieve these things like you know not a big proportion of the evaluation criteria maybe like you know five ten percent um but again you know um sometimes that that could be a differentiator um but again like i I think more for us it's we want our clients it comes back to people i mean people is our target um but what we want the clients to to be on that journey that they feel like, you know, they are working with people who have these goals and, and purposes that, that align with how they want to do business. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think um, it's becoming more and more something that people think about. Um, yeah, it might not be the core, but it, it might be the 10% that is dif- you know, that does differentiate you from others. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we just have to look at the past, the, election, the federal election result in May this year to see that, um, you know, those sort of issues are becoming more important for more people. Um, yeah, great. Um, and um, we've touched on it a little bit, but um, we obviously did the work with you around um, getting really clear around your main messages, um, helping you sort of uh, build on your brand and then bring that to life across um, a number of platforms. But I suppose how, how, how are you using that and how do you see that, um, how do you want to use it going forward? How's that going to add value to your business? So you'll see a lot of that. Um, well, I think what you really helped us with, with was just being more to the point on some of the things that we're actually trying to get, get across. We're a bit too verbose when we were kind of trying to talk to people before, and that's just our industry, to be honest, is, um, historically it's been like that. But so a lot of the insights that you gave us in terms of the, um, the, the ways in which we could word our approach and our our purpose and things like that that's all for example we're rewriting all the copy on the website that's going in we're making sure that we bring that in um we've kind of <coughs> but with the um uh the kind of I'm trying to think of it, the brand guidelines was the word i was escaping me that's now embedded in all our documentation that we take out so there's clarity there when we push that out so those are, those are kind of some of the the areas we've really brought in i mean you mentioned linkedin earlier so i won't touch on that again but like the, we've i guess you've allowed us to take the first steps in that next part of our journey to being like okay well you know we need to be serious about what we do for marketing and we actually need to communicate this a lot more otherwise we get stuck in what we've been talking about just internally being like hey we've done this Uh, but you know which is still good but we need to be external as well i think the other part that um what what when when we first 
engage with you guys on this journey was um, obviously you helped us uh, talk to some of our clients and understand, um, you know, where they at, what they're thinking um, SCT was at, like, you know, back when we did the, the, the interviews and, and mm. we draw a lot of, like, you know, uh, insights from that, like, you know, and, 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 you know, don't take it personally and just learning from that uh, where people are at and, and what we need to do, um, you know, which is something that uh, we've continued to do, uh, so which is really good. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's, you can say it's so fundamental, like, you know, our, for, for a business or consulting business, like surely you've got to continue to talk to your clients. But, um, um, and, and we, we now talk to clients in a different kind of like points, like, you know, um, but I think the other thing to remind ourselves is like, you know, we just need to keep doing it. No matter how much we think we've done, um, it, it's, it's natural, I think, that we keep hearing feedback. It's like when we talk to some new people, it's like, oh, you know, um, who are you guys? Like, you know, we, we've not heard about you guys at all. Um, maybe it's actually worse. Like, it's like you, you talk to people that you, you know and you thought um, they were at, like, you know, this point, which is, but then you, they actually, it's like, oh, I thought you still, like, you know, got three people and uh, you don't do X, Y, and Z, like, uh, when that would probably be us, like, you know, four years ago or something like that. So Yeah, you know, like, I think you've ca- right. touched on a few marketing truisms. I can see my colleagues nodding because, um, you know, we absolutely agree the value of speaking to your customers and undertaking those, that sort of qualitative research. It just pays off over the years. And, yeah, some of those simple, consistent branding um, undertakings are just so worthwhile and we can assume that, everybody else's thinking is where ours is at. So <laughs> you hit on some gold, um, golden points there. And, and acknowledge, like, you know, it, it's not about like, oh, well, when they said that, they, they think like yeah. they, they're telling you that you haven't done or you haven't achieved anything. But it's actually, like, okay, well, take, take what they said and then actually, okay, look, we don't want another person to say that. So, okay, do something about it. Yeah. I can just chime in. A lot of it too is about like publicly celebrating those little wins that you get and staying like, again, with marketing, staying up to date, communicating, you know, and, and having that, having kind of a set of, I guess, marketing tools that you can just hop in and make it really easy for you to just say, Hey, we got a new job or Hey, we did this, like having those kind of systems set up. I know, I guess I can speak from experience is really is so helpful to just keep pumping stuff out so people don't think back to, you know, the post that you made four years ago. Oh, you're, you're, not, you're not doing that anymore, right? You're, that's, that's what you want to, just staying up to date, staying, <laughs> staying like yeah. celebrating those Definitely. little wins, I think so valuable publicly. It's hard, but it's valuable for sure. It is hard. It is hard. Thanks, <laughs> Nicola. That's a good point. Uh, now, before we wrap up, is there anything that uh, you would like to give SCT Consulting a plug for? Anything coming up or um, anything you'd like to mention before we wind up? I, I don't know what Seamus has got in mind, but, like, you, you know, you come to a point, you're asking us to promote ourselves. And I think at the start of this, we say we're very poor at doing that. So... <laughs> I haven't thought of anything, actually. I like the but... coffee shop idea. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
brand new announcement. We're opening a coffee shop. No, we're not. Yeah. Well, we'll be the first there. Don't worry. Well, yeah, look, I, I've always loved your purpose, um, thoughtful, efficient, sustainable transport solutions. I, I've, I've always felt we've been really well aligned and it's always been a pleasure to work together. So thank you so much for your time and being on the podcast today. It, um, it was great, really great to hear more about um, your business and some of the thinking behind it. Thanks, Carolyn. Really nice to meet everyone else as well. Thank you. And thanks for the opportunity for us to, you know, talk about something that we probably don't normally do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. With a team that has grown from 2 to 18, it is clear to see that SCT Consulting is setting the example for sustainable and thoughtful transport solutions that really do help society. At the core of their business are their values, which have acted as the foundation for their growth and success. These include collaboration, technical excellence, integrity, safety, and of course, sustainability. We believe that SCT Consulting is a business of the future, allowing their values and purpose to resonate through both internal communications among staff and stakeholders and externally with clients and customers. This has been a key ingredient to their success. So what can we learn from them? Living our purpose and values fully will create the businesses of the future. Our dedicated team of marketing professionals have extensive experience elevating businesses to live their purpose and values through and through. Connect with us today to see how we can help you live true to your purpose and values and market better, or as we like to say, for good. We really like working with clients who want to meet their purpose, grow their purpose in anything where marketing can add to people's quality of life or, as we say, marketing for good.